As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate. Cradio. Made for an undivided heart. An interview with Sister John Mary. I'm joined today by Sister John Mary from the Sisters of the Immaculata. How are you going, Sister? I'm good, thank you. I wanted to ask you just about... Uh, your journey uh, in becoming a sister, how, how did it happen? Was it a long process of discernment? Um, were you struggling with anything? Like, what, what was that process? Well, um, with my vocation story, mine's actually, um, a lot of people ask me my vocation story, and um, I feel a bit hesitant just because, um, for me, it's been, my, my story has always been so clear, um, as in my... Um, I've always known that I was called to be a sister. Um, so um, I've known I was called to be a sister since I was five years old. Um, my parents um, are practicing Catholics, and my my mom really was very influential in that um, in my vocation. She she exposed me to the saints and exposed me to um, you know to the stories in the Bible. And um, I guess um, I was really um, I was really inspired um, by their, um, just their, um, their, yeah, just their dedication to God. But also, I was, I was kind of envious of their, the intimacy they had with Christ, and um, and somehow a lot of these saints actually that my mom told me, um, told stories about were um, more, were more, um, wait, sorry. Yeah, um, we're, we're religious, and particularly um, St. Therese of Lisieux um, was a story that really struck me, how she entered when she was 15. Um, so when I heard her story when I was five years old, I said, I want to be, be just like her. Um, I want to be a sister. And I just, by the grace of God, I had this, um, and I know it's the grace of God, that I just somehow this um, revelation that um, that. I need to become a saint to, in order to be intimate with Christ. And I've ho- had always that desire, that intimacy. And that's what I envied for, with all the saints. So that's why I wanted to become a saint. Um, and and St. Therese of Lazur, who joined the sisters, um, I, I guess showed me that way of sainthood, um, of becoming a sister. So I've had that all, um, that desire and it never left me. Um, since actually, yeah, it never left me. Uh, but in high school, that's when you, the world gets you, and that's when um, career and um, you know boys and um, and I read a lot of um, I read a, a lot of romance um, novels, which actually affected my um, affected my way of thinking. Um, made me um, idealize um, marriage, and I I'm, told myself that well, if I'm um, I've always, I've always um, thought of myself as um, a sister. I never actually considered marriage. Um, and then I heard, um, I actually recently went, before that, I, I attended a talk um, on a vocations, a vocations talk. And this priest was saying, because he was a vocations um, director for the seminary, I forgot what diocese, but he, he said that um, he normally asked the question to his seminarians, imagine yourself as... Um, as a a priest and just be in touch with yourself what are your feelings what are your thoughts and how do you feel right now um, um, you know and uh, and then imagine yourself as a married person what are your thoughts and what are your feelings and um, just to be in touch with yourself and 
And I remember, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to um, do what he said. So I said, um, well, I've always imagined myself as a sister. Now I'm going to imagine myself as a married person. And when I imagined myself as a married person, I thought, okay, I'm going to spend um, a huge amount of time in adoration um, and just a little bit of time with my husband. Um, and then in adoration, obviously, I'm going to have kids. So I'm just going to bring my kids in adoration with me. And we're going to just pray almost the whole day. And then maybe I could work for the church. Um, it doesn't, I don't even need to earn an income. And then, um, and then obviously, in my head, I thought, that's not really right. Like, you have to... Yeah, that's not right. You have to journey to, when you're with your... You have to journey together with your husband to holiness. Um, but me, it was more of... Um, I was, I was thinking of it as my time, um, you know what? I, yeah, my time with the Lord and my time with my husband. I was dividing it. My, obviously, the huge amount of time was given to God. But one thing that really struck me was um, the intimacy. I had that question. Uh, well, not question. I had this thought. Um, I, I don't think I can really have two men intimate, uh, two men in my heart to be intimate with. Um, whenever I think, um, oh, I'd be, I'd have my husband, I'd, I'd think, of, oh, I'd be intimate with him. Um, I just somehow felt uneasy and just um, didn't sit right because then I would think, oh, what about God? I really had this strong desire of that intimacy with God. Um, and, then, and then obviously um, I realized that I think I'm made for an undivided heart. And, um, and then that's when I, I guess I, I, I decided to join, well, I decided to discern with the Sisters of the Immaculata and, um, yeah, so. What's the journey been like since then? It's been amazing. It's been difficult, but also joyful. Um, like there's some sufferings, but it's um, a different sufferings. It's a different suffering you feel um, when walking the Christian life and walking the will of God. Um, and it's, and the suffering that um, in the world where you're not in the will of God. I, that's um yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess what's probably the greatest joy that you've received in in being a religious sister? Um, I guess knowing that knowing that I'm the spouse of Christ and that He's all I, I'm I'm totally His and He's totally mine. Mm. Um, and also. Um, my community, community life, and just the love that they showed to me, and just how um, I've actually been—I've um, actually been um, having this revelation that um, that intimacy comes also from my community, and I'm still discovering that. So, um, yes. As they walk past. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I, I love my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to any young women, or oh, men, I guess, but particularly young women uh, who are considering? A religious vocation or, or are open to, to any vocation um, I would say to really uh, to really pray but also to really because um, prayer really opens that clarity and that you hear the voice of God more um, to be faithful in that prayer but also um, to really um, reflect on what are your desires um, we're all called to be saints we're all um, we have this desire for greatness but um, uh, to be in touch with that, but to bring it to prayer, I guess to bring yeah, mm. to bring it to prayer and to dis, um, to really listen to God, um, and also yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned before about having that. Um, I guess you felt like you would have had an, a divided heart. I guess between between a husband and God, if you if you had gone down the path of marriage, um, 
in a sense, uh, I guess, what would you say to someone who's saying, well, you're kind of just withdrawing from the world um, and, and just sort of turning in on yourself and it's just you, you and God um, and that no one else really matters anymore. What, what would you say to, I guess, that kind of thinking that you've kind of withdrawn yourself from the rest of the world? What kind of contribution, I guess, do religious sisters have to the world? Is it just about them and their own personal holiness or is there more going on there? Killar, can you? Um, I'm so sorry. Can you yeah. re- uh, maybe repeat the question, or maybe re- rephrase the question? Is <laughs> is religious life just about you and God, and about your own personal sanctity, or does religious life have a role uh, in in I guess the greater context of the church and the world? Is it just about you, or is there more than that going on? Actually, that's, that's so funny that you asked that question because um, when I entered, actually, the sisters, I really didn't have a purity of intention and in a sense I joined the sisters um, um, hoping to be a saint and thinking of my own holiness and thinking of um, me becoming a saint and I actually didn't really care if the other sisters were became saints <laughs> it's funny but um, yeah. yeah I didn't I guess I didn't have that love yet but it was more of um, for my own sake and then as growing um, information I realized that I guess as um, the more um, sitting in adoration and receiving his love I started um, desiring the sanctity of my sisters but also the sanctity of others mm. um, and I don't know I don't know if that answers your question but um, it's it's not really about you because I guess in religious life it's more it's it's about um, <laughs> sorry um, it's it's is it it's kind really, of a service that goes on in, in being a religious sister? Yes, um, it is. It's, um, it's drawing people um, to Christ. The more, um, the more I'm actually discovering the love of Christ for myself, the more the desire I have f- um, for others to discover that love mm. and to bring him, um, to be like Mary, bringing um, the little children to, to Jesus. And um, so it's, I, I don't think, I think that's a false idea when, um, of, would, like, that, um, that p- girls or um, men um, join um, the consecrated life to withdraw from the world. I think it's actually the opposite. It's more um, actually um, becoming uh, holy, becoming a saint, becoming intimate with Christ so that you can be um, a source of that. You can be Christ to the world. You can bring, you, then you can bring others to Christ. Um, I don't know if that answers yeah. the question. Well, thank you very much for joining me, sister, uh, and we'll continue to to pray for you and and the other sisters and and the community. So thank you for joining me. Thank you. That was Sister John Mary with Made for an Undivided Heart. For more talks, interviews and shows, visit creadio.org.au.